0: Talk Radio 77 WABC. Sit and friends in the morning. 77 WABC.
1: Well, he's since said that he stands firmly with Israel and with the prime minister. I understand they've had some personal disagreements, but when you're in the middle of a war, obviously personal disagreements between heads of states uh, pale in comparison to the national interest. I know that President Biden and Prime Minister Netanyahu have had their differences as well, but he has said that he is going to, give unwavering and rock-solid support to the prime minister. What concerns me even more is this administration's actions. As I've said, they've been soft in Iran versus President Trump, who was very, very tough on Iran and stood squarely with Israel. And just look more broadly. it It wasn't on President Trump's watch that Kabul collapsed in 21. It wasn't on President Trump's watch that Russia invaded Ukraine. It wasn't on President Trump's watch that Iran unleashed its proxy, Hamas, to slaughter Jews in Israel. All of these things happened under President Biden because President Biden has been tempting America's enemies with his weakness and his concession.
0: Happy birthday to Bob Weir, one of the men that created this great band. Grateful Dead is one of my favorite songs, Shakedown Street, 750 on your Monday morning. That's Arkansas great Tom Cotton, who sounded a lot like me and Liz Pipco. We just said the same exact thing that Cotton said on Fox yesterday. So from my friend who remains nameless and others that are harping on what Donald Trump said, let Jimmy Kimmel do that. Let Geraldo Rivera do that. Let CNN and MSNBC do that. But if I consider you smart, don't sound like an idiot, okay? I don't care what Trump's rhetoric is. I care about results. And, again, none of these things happened under Trump's watch. They're all happening under Biden. That's all you should care about. Is that not right, Rich Lowry?
2: (laughs) It's so funny. I wrote an article this morning basically occasioned by Tom Cotton's comments yesterday, which were great. And this is why I don't like what Trump said. I think it was was dumb, but it's not going to hurt him because Trump can just say, as he has, hmm, kind of funny. This never happened when I was president, did it? Oh, that's the (laughs) point. I
0: mean, when you say it was dumb, I mean, I'll give you maybe it was a bit early. It was inartful. There was nothing dumb about it. It was a fact. The fact is that Hamas outsmarted Israel, and Israel looks stupid. I mean,
2: that's a fact. Well, I just wouldn't call it. He called Hezbollah smart. And, you well, know, they were all, smart. All sorts of dictators Rich, they were smart.
0: Rich, I got news for you. Putin's smart. Adolf Hitler was smart. You can be evil. Yeah, you can be no. a I killer. That, and you can be bad.
2: smart. It's not the first thing you would say after this worst, oh, come worst on. event. and come on. Yeah. See, look, this, is th- where, he, this is
0: where you're proving to be, what Bernie called you from day one, you and Lindsey Graham and everybody else, another <laughs> <a> never-Trumper. <laughs> Who cares? They were <laughs> smart. They outsmarted Israel. They got in and yeah, killed well, our citizens. Uh,
2: I, I don't think he should have said that. But the point I was going to make is that's not going to hurt him because he can just say, look, as Tom Cotton was pointing out on Fox yesterday, Fox News Sunday, None of this ever happened on my watch. That's true. And you know, maybe maybe he just got lucky. Maybe it was just four years. But the, all the evidence suggests our adversaries were afraid of us because they were afraid of him. And I went back and looked at the the Soleimani uh, drone hit, which you know a lot of people on the populace, right, Tucker Carlson, this is terrible. It's going to cause a war. You know, people are freaked out by. But he did it. And the, the New York Times story was about he, this was the most extreme option presented to him, and it stunned the Pentagon. So if it stunned our own people that he was willing to do this, imagine the effect it had <laughs> all around the Middle East of course. if you're someone with, with American blood on their hands. And then we saw this like play out very publicly with, with the uh, uh, cause and effect clear for everyone on a you know, must, must, less consequential but really important thing, our southern border. He needed cooperation from Mexico and these Northern Triangle countries. So what did he do? Did he just say, oh, you guys are great. I love what you're doing. Please help me. No. He said, I'm going to shut down the border with Mexico and cause an enormous economic crisis for everyone. I'm cutting off aid to the Northern Triangle countries. And it was all a bluff, right? I mean he did cut off the the aid to the Northern Triangle countries briefly, but they, he got him to do everything he wanted to do, the border got in order and none of it happened. So it just showed, but they all worried that it would happen, that it would, you know, keep the the aid cut off, that he would follow through, and that's called that's deterrent power, right? right. That fear is deterrent power. And no one and Trump himself says this, right? Said he says, you know, I threatened Ru- Russia if they went Putin if he went into Ukraine. And he didn't believe me hundred percent. He believed me ten percent. And that's all you need because you might think, okay, he's bluffing. This is total BS, but maybe it's not. And I I think that had a huge um, – that had a huge effect. So on the underlying question, I'm agreeing with you that uh, this isn't going to hurt Trump. Um, And as you guys were just discussing, there's a reason this didn't happen uh, when Trump was president, and it's because people feared him.
0: I see. Well I had a guy that I had dinner with a couple of uh, months ago. He said Trump was lucky. I said, Oh hold on a second. So Obama's president and Russia goes into Crimea. Here comes Trump. Putin does nothing. Trump's not out of office a year and they invade Ukraine. That's luck. Right? I mean he told the leader of the Taliban, he pointed to a map and he said, Here's mm-hmm. where your family lives. Yeah. I'll blow you to I'll blow you sky high in five seconds. And what happens? No one dies there. Since then, yeah. 13 dead Americans in Afghanistan. Now you got uh, the the war in Israel when all Trump did was have the Abraham Accords. I mean, the idea that there were people out there that called him lucky, that may be the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my whole life,
2: ever. Yeah, well, you know, no, uh, clearly no one fears Biden that way and what trump says about the taliban is like uh putin may have believed his threat like 10 percent, but the taliban believed it 90 (laughs) percent
0: trump 2024 baby let me get to the uh the house republican speaker deal they're supposed to vote i guess tomorrow Uh, there's a lot of talk about uh, republicans bullying people to vote for jim jordan uh we know that uh, nancy mace my dear friend who was on this show twice last week she wants jordan Uh, Donald Trump has endorsed Jim Jordan, but it doesn't look like at least today he'll get the 217 needed to be the next speaker. What are your thoughts on tomorrow? What do you expect to happen?
2: Yeah, well, I favor a speaker. At this point, I don't care who it is. Um, And and Jordan got the majority support of the conference. And the only way this thing is ever going to be resolved is if everyone just says, "Okay, whoever has a majority support of the rest of my party, I'm voting for that person. I'm not sure it's going to happen for Jordan. It seems like uh, it probably isn't, given all the, the, the soundings here. Um, but this this can't drag on much longer. I mean, it's it's getting absurd. They never should have shot McCarthy in the back of the head. There wasn't a good alternative who, who would have majority support. And at least McCarthy, you know, there was some uh, philosophical case you could make against him. He was too weak on spending or whatever. But now it's just – it's just descended into all these personal animosities and tribalism you know i 'm not going to support your guy because you didn 't support my guy and you weren't as supportive of McCarthy as you should have been and his hour of need and all the rest of it it's really uh, uh, it 's something we haven 't seen the, the, This sort of um chaos and just dysfunction just out in the open uh, affecting a, a party 's ability just to have a speaker it 's insane it 's embarrassing.
0: I want to go back to the Israeli conflict uh, one more time before we wrap things up. Another great Monday morning conversation, which, thank you. For some reason, Joe Biden is having a very hard time admitting that he thinks and his administration thinks Iran was involved here. The whole world thinks Iran was involved. The Israelis have said it. Hamas even said it. Hamas even said, thank you, Iran. But yet Biden, again last night. Given the opportunity on 60 Minutes on CBS to call out Iran, so, well, we know they're, 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 they're supportive of these groups before, but there's no fingerprints on this attack. What, what is, I mean, I know the real reason why, but what, what is your opinion why he continues yeah, I mean, to lie? Shit.
2: The, the reason why, right, is they, they don't want to admit it because of the, the consequences that would follow, and that they'd have to admit that their their policy has been a disaster and is wrong and needs to change and needs to go back. You know, speaking of Trump, go, going back to the Trump maximum pressure. Policy, but they can't admit that. And you know, this, this argument over the six billion, which, as we were discussing last week, is not the main thing. It's all the oil money. But their defense, so-called, of it is so absurd. They're like, no, uh, uh, Iran has always supported Hamas, so it wasn't about the six billion. Well, why are you giving them money if they've always supported Hamas? And it and it, def- and it depends on how you define fingerprint, right? <clears throat> the Wall Street Journal had a report like a week ago saying they greenlit the operation. They they had the ultimate decision. Um, Iran. Now, we haven't seen that reporting elsewhere. Maybe that's mistaken. But we do know they trained. They were aware of it. Um, and they support the group that did it. Right? What else do you need I, to know? Uh,
0: listen, I also know that there was a meeting in Qatar a week before the attacks. And who was there? The leader of Hamas, mm-hmm. the leader of Iran, and a Russian leader as well. So the idea that we're not sure is a lie. So when my sister, Olana says to my sister, Ray Sherry, you don't blame Biden for this, do you? Because she's a hopeless Democrat. And Ray Sherry walks out with her her head in her hands going, oh, my God, someone needs to talk to my sister Alana,
2: yes? (laughs) this is getting way way deep way too deep in family uh (laughs) no (laughs) no, enjoy your thanksgiving sid (laughs) (laughs) it sounds like it's gonna be fantastic (laughs) yeah it ain't gonna happen
0: and uh listen i love all my family i love my sisters desperately but people are dying now you know it's one thing i don't like trump i i love biden he's he's not a bad guy he's doing a good job and that it's bad enough But people are dying now, and you would hope that even Democrats, staunch Democrats, who may hate Trump, at least admit that Joe Biden, he's a part of the problem. He's nowhere near a part of the solution. They can't even do that.
2: I hate to say, we've seen it the last couple days, like the inevitable effects or the snapback effect, where in the initial horror and shock of this attack, it's like we're we're four square behind Israel. They need to do whatever they have to do to, hey, wait a minute. This is a little too much. You know, you got to hold off. Don't do this. Don't do that. And unfortunately, that sentiment that is that sentiment's only going to grow, certainly internationally and, and here in the United States. And it just, we need to push back against that as hard as we can.
0: Agreed. Biden did some of that last night. Well, I, 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 you know, I know that Israel knows the rules of war, and, and I've said it about 10 times this morning. And if I sound insensitive tough, I don't remember Hamas practicing the rules of war at 6 a.m. on a Shabbos holiday morning. Now, are we better than that? I don't know. I don't think I want to be better. I think I want mm-hmm. to annihilate these people, and I don't want to kill innocent women and children. But there is something called casualties of war, and Israel must win at any cost. Bottom line. Yeah,
2: but you want to you want to avoid civilian casualties as much as possible, and this is what, why. What, today? Going, today? Uh, what? Today? did they? Did they? What? Did they?
0: Did they try to avoid civilian casualties when oh, they no, stormed? No,
2: they they didn't. But you are, we are, Israel is. Better than that. Who said that? So you, you Who said to, that? You Who want, to, you want to undertake that? the military operations you need to do. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be painful. Kill There's everybody. Casualties, but this is the Listen. whole point of the evacuation order. If they're going in on the ground, yeah. you don't want civilians like living in the middle of that. It's the worst, toughest kind of. It's fighting. to clearly, in, okay? Fighting. And Hamas wants them to stay. Kill everybody. And Israel wants
0: them to go. Kill them all. That's it. We've given them days to get the hell out of there. Now they're saying, well, it's not our fault because we want to leave, and some of these innocent people do. God bless them. I want them to to get away. I really do, on a serious note. And Hamas is blocking the roads because Hamas would like nothing more than to see their own people get destroyed to place the blame on Israel. So it is sad uh, from that respect, but... I don't want to hear a oh, strength. You
2: know, and, it, and Egypt, you know, it, it's always on Israel, but Egypt has a border crossing, right? They can yeah. let all these people into Egypt and, and give them uh, a safe, safe space, the innocent civilians, and, and the, the world can um, provide them food and water and all the rest of it. But they shouldn't stay in the, the midst of Gaza City, given what uh, seems to be coming.
0: But by the way, if Egypt opens up the borders, don't you also run the risk of allowing some of these Hamas animals and leaders and officials and generals a safe escape as well? They're cowards.
2: Yeah, you know that. Yeah, that. yeah, that would be a risk. And, and this, is <laughs> yeah. why, it, this is why Egypt has, you know, everyone's talked about the Israeli blockade over time. Egypt had a blockade as well, right, for, yeah. for this very reason. They didn't want to deal with the chaos coming out of Gaza any more than Israel did.
0: Yeah, you're right. Which, uh, as always, great job. I mean, all right, you, you are great. Thank you. Which Lowry, folks, editor, National Review and uh, NBC and Politico and all those great stuff. He is the perfect Monday morning guest, my friend, which Lowry.